Hello and welcome to The Rabbit Hole, the Definitive Developers Podcast, live from the Boogie Down Bronx. I'm your host, Michael Nunez, our co-host today, Dave Anderson, and our producer, William Jeffries. And today we'll be talking about acronyms, convenience or cost, when companies take it way too far. Oh yeah, or maybe not far enough. They could be having more fun with those acronyms. I'm sure everyone here has worked at places where the acronyms are too difficult and tech just takes it up another notch in general. We'll just try and explore some that we find hilarious and some that are actually useful to us. Does anyone want to kick us off? Because I have one already on deck. Let's hear it. Yeah. I think the whole as a service acronym, I dislike it. It's just like the idea of like you have bass and fast and ass and it's just so weird a thing to say. And I don't know if it's because it makes it easier to type than it is to actually say it, just say function as a service or like infrastructure as a service. And it's just like, you gotta ask everything to make it cool. And it's just pretty weird. I don't like to say that acronym cause I just don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> Awkward. I feel like there's the core idea of software as a service and that's fine. That's enough maybe, you know, that yeah. defined a whole thing. And then we have that as a shorthand, but there was one that I came across the other day that just enraged me because it was like, how am I even supposed to know what this is? I guess it's like such a specific, they're really trying to differentiate the market for themselves. So they were IPS or IPAS. What? (laughs) And that is an enterprise integration platform as a service. And this particular software or product described itself as a leader in this domain for the seventh consecutive year, implying that people have been saying this acronym for seven years, which is wild to me. No one says that. I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that on purpose. I think that's what they're saying. Like if they're saying it and no one else is saying it for seven years, then they're the champ, I guess. (laughs) Is that how that works? (laughs) Do you guys have gas? No, no, that gas? I don't know, know what gas is at all. <laughs> gas is a service or government is a service. Oh, uh, I didn't know that. No, I just think I it's funny were... to ask people if they have gas. No, 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 that is not cool. Don't ask me that <laughs> out in the streets. <laughs> no no disambiguation there. Yeah, I guess with something so specific like that, maybe like there's a really certain audience that talks about this stuff all the time and needs to abbreviate it or it's like part of the domain and maybe it's helpful for them but as soon as you go outside of that area it's just not very helpful i think are you giving me sass yeah (laughs) i'm giving you some sass security as a service oh no that's not what i meant by that But yeah, like, I don't know, there's that domain-driven design concept of, like, the bounded context where, like, the words only have meaning with inside of this area, and then as soon as you go outside of it, then the meaning becomes too broad. IoT ass? (laughs) No, 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 don't don't do that, William. (laughs) Yeah, come on. We're going to have to... IoT ass, Internet of Things as a Service. It's what it is. I feel like we're going to have to put a lot of bunny hops in this episode (laughs) not acceptable don't ask me if i have iot ass (laughs) right ever (laughs) 
even when we were looking this up, I probably would have failed a technical interview because I forgot what JSON meant, but it's like a thing that you're using all the time. And I completely forgot about the on part in JSON, but that's like, I guess, in the bounded context at that point, JSON is now the word you know, it's more than just the acronym at that point. Yeah, it sort of evolved into a word. Right, right. Like if you're in the context of the web, then JSON makes all the sense in the world. Like if you're at your college with your boys, then it's like, oh, it's just my buddy Jason. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think part of the reason why we've kind of adopted JSON as a word instead of an acronym is because it was such a bad acronym. Object notation? Really? That's what we're calling it? It doesn't support functions. That is true. If you had an object that had something uh, that had a function... The whole idea of object-oriented programming is that you're putting your data and the methods that modify it together. Right. You're creating a notation where you specifically cannot do the thing that makes it an object. (laughs) It's just data. It's a data notation. Right. It's like... So it's JSON. It looks like a JavaScript object. It's just a terrible name, which I think is why it's a good thing that we have turned it into a separate word and just completely (laughs) forgotten the original meaning. I mean, I guess it's like for serializing the thing that can have the methods and behavior attached to it. But I get where you're coming from. It is kind of bad. But I mean, it's like from a history. I mean, I guess if you're going to stringify the method definition and then eval on it, but that sounds terrible. I mean, there's all those other formatting things like XML or HTML or YAML. Everybody loves YAML these days. Gotta get some YAML in there, which is yet another markup language. I guess they're just leading into the joke at that point. Yeah, I mean, tech definitely has its fair share of acronyms. It's true. But I think that as industries go, there are worse. I was looking at the C2 wiki, which is a depth of historic software engineering knowledge so many interesting pages to read on the proto agile from the late 90s there's one acronym on here that i never knew that this was even an acronym there's a protocol called twain which i forget exactly what it's for i think it might be like for communicating with a device or something like that like a printer that supposedly stands for thing without an interesting name So as embarrassing as all of these are for people in the tech industry, I think the medical field is worse. I think they take acronyms even more too far. Also, the advertising industry, Mm, yeah, they get really crazy with it. And I think it also varies from company to company. Like some companies are really allergic to acronyms and some of them are really addicted to them. Yeah, the thing that gets my goose... That's an acronym itself. The goose stands for (laughs) something. We'll we'll reveal it later in the podcast. But um, (laughs) when a system is just named as an acronym, that doesn't describe what that thing does at all. So if I have a system that's called pizza, sure, that's fun. Like everybody loves pizza. And, you know, pizza talks to ninja. Well, I love ninjas (laughs) too. But like, that doesn't tell me what the heck's going on here. Like, you better have like a really good readme or diagram that explains this. But even then, like, you could just give it a name that is descriptive of what it is. Like, is pizza an ordering system? And Ninja is your warehouse management system? I don't know. 
Maybe. It's out here flipping ninjas and eating pizza. That's what that that's what that organization's <laughs> all about. Yeah. But then like when you're trying to decide, okay, where do I make this change or where do I include this new bit of code as a new person? I'm not writing any code about pizza or ninjas, so it is not immediately evident where that should go. Yeah. Right. And I think you mentioned a good point. And imagine you joining the organization and then you are working on the pizza service. And you're like, wait, what does pizza do? Like, it doesn't help the person who is being onboarded onto the team to know the service that they're working on. It's just pizzas and ninjas all over the place. <laughs> and it just makes it very difficult to onboard people to your organization when you have those acronyms like that. Yeah, I think that's one of the big costs of excessive use of acronyms is that it makes it difficult to onboard people. And then the other big one is that it just obscures meaning. I think when you do get good acronyms, it's because they make the meaning clearer rather than less clear. Like DRY, don't repeat yourself. DRY is an acronym that's designed to make it easier to remember something. It's a mnemonic device. And it also kind of resembles what it means. When you dry up your code, you make it smaller and harder you know just sort of like if you were to dry up a piece of fruit delicious yeah delicious <laughs> dried fruit and i think people even have used that notion of dryness to spawn new categories like rehydration or damp damp <laughs> which is like the opposite of don't repeat yourself that's definitely a backronym where they're like okay it's just the opposite of dry so we'll call it damp yeah, I think backronyms are a good thing. If you're going to do an acronym, make it a backronym. <laughs> All <of> these <laughs> Figure out how to make it meaningful in its acronym form first. Right. Dare. <laughs> to resist drugs. Yeah, exactly. Very... <laughs> dare to resist acronyms. Yes, dare. There you go. <laughs> Although that would be Dara, I guess. Don't start making acronyms now. <laughs> acronym, <laughs> we're, bash, acronym, we're bashing them right now. Acronym abuse, resistance education. <laughs> <laughs> I think the other one you mentioned before, which is KISS, which is a really interesting acronym, which is keep it simple, stupid. Which I guess people keep that in mind when they're designing things like, oh, yeah, remember that KISS principle? And that kind of makes sense, although I'm not sure how KISS applies to programming. But that's one of those acronyms that exists in the programming space that we kind of accepted as a thing we do. Yeah, I mean, it has kind of like a good snap to it. Oh, kiss. And then like, you don't have to call somebody stupid, but then you did call them stupid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one, though. <laughs> or like Yagni also. There's something real like snap back to it. There's a bit of attitude in Yagni. Like you ain't gonna need it. You have to say it with the accent. <laughs> with the yank gonna need it. Exactly. New Janu. Which was that one? News not Unix. Do you know what the new stands for in news not Unix? It's also Wait, an like acronym. G N U? Yeah. No, I don't know what this stands for. So the G and G N U stands for New, which is an acronym for News Not Unix. You know what the acronym New and News Not Unix is? Not Unix? You can, you can see where this is going. It's a recursive <laughs> acronym. Yeah. <laughs> if a puppy dies every time an acronym is invented, then a recursive acronym 
is no bueno. It's just the infinite dead puppies. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that means at some point in time there were infinite puppies and then got infinitely negative in the first place. <laughs> it's, it's okay. We had infinite plus however many we have right now, I guess. We have to kill all the acronyms, save the puppies. <laughs> I think that one of the things that makes acronyms so tempting is that it is a way of getting around coming up with a better name for something. Like if you can't come up with a name for a product or a service or whatever it is you're creating an acronym for, sometimes you just take a phrase that describes it and then you try and turn that into an acronym. And that's easier than putting in the hard work of naming things, which is like one of our main jobs as software developers. Yeah, because I think, I guess I'll ask, I'll ask you all, is a bad name worse than an acronym? Right, like what if pizza wasn't an acronym, but it was pizza service? Like, is that a bad name? Or is it worse than having it as an acronym and then using an acronym? Or is the bad name still worse than an acronym? That's a tough call. I guess there are really bad names, but if you do your earnest best, then I think you can probably come up with something that is somewhat close to what it might be, like giving you a hint. It seems like acronyms are sort of a category of bad name. So like maybe you could come up with an even worse name that's not an acronym. <laughs> it seems challenging. Hold my beer. Yeah. So it's harder to come up. Like if you put some thought into it, you can come up with a name that'll still be better than the acronym because the name should explain something about the application as opposed to an acronym that's completely off the wall. You got a better shot. You get a much better shot. I mean, naming like things are hard. Act. Oh, yeah, that's a long one, if I recall correctly. <laughs> it's a good way to obfuscate meaning. Here's a law that actually takes away all of your privacy rights. We're going to call it Patriot Act, so it sounds <laughs> super American. Because America. Hashtag courage. I've just Googled it, so I'm probably going to be tracked after this. Providing appropriate tools required to intercept and obstruct terrorism. <laughs> well, America. And what's funny is that the USA, because it's USA Patriot Act, to give you a heads up, but the USA is not the United States of America. It's uniting and strengthening America by providing appropriate tools required to intercept and obstruct terrorism. They so kind of went with an infinite recursive algorithm. <laughs> 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 Missed opportunity to make infinite a truly bad acronym, acronym even worse. That's America, baby. Well, like one of my um, favorite games when I hear an acronym is just to ask what it means, especially when I'm new and I have some cover to like do that. And mm. if you can find the person who knows what the acronym means, like a lot of times people are like, I don't know what that means. But if you can find that person, <laughs> like then that person just knows so much. It's like a good litmus test. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. This person has been around since the founding. They know <laughs> yeah, exactly. all the acronyms. Exactly. They're part of well, the problem, but they could also be part of the solution because they may know what it actually does. So figure out who's out there making acronyms at your organization. And if you're still making them, stop. <laughs> They're pretty difficult to follow. Think about Dave, who's going to come in and ask, hey, what does that mean? And then you wouldn't be able to answer it six months down the line. Or any of your coworkers or your peers may not be able to answer it down yep. the line. And then I'll feel dumb. You'll feel dumb. We'll all feel dumb. <laughs> Let's yeah. just think of a good yeah. name and be smart. Exactly. Kiss. Keep it simple, <laughs> stupid. Simple. Come up with the name. You can do it. 
Follow us now on Twitter at Radio Free Rabbit so we can keep the conversation going. Like what you hear? Give us a five-star review and help developers just like you find their way into the rabbit hole. And never miss an episode. Subscribe now however you listen to your favorite podcast. On behalf of our producer extraordinaire, William Jeffries, and my amazing co-host, Dave Anderson, and me, your host, Michael Nunez, thanks for listening to The Rabbit Hole.